I think the Seahawks just need to be a little bit careful. It's felt a little bit like the victory lap has become a victory mile off the back of Monday Night Football. The official Seahawks Twitter account has become a tribute to the let's ride catchphrase. Richard Sherman is tweeting away like his dreams have come true. We've seen Doug Baldwin getting involved. And Pete Carroll is leading into this big time. Here's what he said on the radio on 710 Seattle Sports on Tuesday morning off the back of that victory against Russell Wilson and the Broncos. He said the win wasn't validating. Instead, he called it really rewarding, especially for the former Seahawks who were in attendance. That included Marshawn Lynch, Richard Sherman, Doug Baldwin, Cliff Averill and KJ Wright and other members of the Super Bowl teams who were teammates with Wilson, some of which have got some Weird beef going on with Russell Wilson as well. Carroll said, I didn't need validation. I just wanted it. I just wanted to win. I wanted to win for all of the reasons that come along with this one. Maybe as much as anything is representing the guys that have played before. It meant a lot to those guys. I was so thrilled to be able to hug those guys up and see them and look them in the eye. He was then asked, why did it mean so much to those players? This was Carroll's response. Eh, you figure that out but it was really meaningful and they really wanted it. And I knew we were playing for a lot more than just the regular stuff. We have a real connection with history. They feel it and they love the fact that they played here and they love seeing us do well. On this night, they realized there was a big opportunity and a big statement to be made. The game isn't about an individual player here or there. It's about the team. This is the ultimate team sport and it's been stated so many times before. It takes everybody. So all this talk about team, let's not forget what, some of these guys actually did during their time in Seattle. I mean, there was all the talk of calling the Seahawks the Titanic when some of these players were still playing for the Seahawks. Certain players may have gone and played for divisional rivals to try and prove a point to the team. Other people made sort of snidey remarks throughout their time playing with Russell Wilson. So let's not get too crazy about no eye in team and and all of this kind of stuff because there's a few people who've been guilty of that. But Carroll is leaning into this this weirdness between Sherman, Baldwin and Russell Wilson in a big, big way. And I'm starting to wonder what's next. Is there going to be a championship ring made for Pete, Sherman, Doug? Are they going to raise a banner at Lumen Field stating beat Russell Wilson in a regular season game? Let's not forget the reality of the situation here. The Seahawks had a half of brilliance on offense and the defense played really well, in particular in, in the red zone. Those goal line stops were really good. There was an intensity about the team, a passion about the team. That old spirit seemed to be back on special teams, an absolute disaster during the preseason. And here, really good. Myers kicked all of his his kicks. The kick coverage was really good. The DJ Dallas hit at the start of the second half was my favourite moment in the game, especially his Cam Chancellor celebration off the back. It just lifted everybody. But then also the Broncos cocked things up on the goal line twice. The rookie head coach made one of the most mind-boggling decisions you'll ever see to decide that a record-equaling field goal attempt was the thing to do rather than just ask Russell Wilson to get you five more yards when you have three timeouts and a minute to play with. The Seahawks didn't score a point in the second half. Geno Smith, fantastic in the first half, was 6 of 10 for 31 yards and he took a couple of avoidable sacks in the second half. So nobody is ever going to be proven right or wrong in this whole Russell Wilson saga because of 117th of the NFL regular season. If the Seahawks get blown out on Sunday by the Niners in a game where the bookmakers have them down as 10-point underdogs and Denver blows out Houston and the Broncos are 10-point favorites against the Texans, then the win on Monday is going to mean pretty much naff all. Both teams will be one and one 
and one team will have momentum building and the other will be losing it. So it's vital the Seahawks follow up on Sunday against the Niners, most importantly, because it's the Niners. It's the team that is the most fun to beat in the entire league. And I want to indulge in another win against them. And I fear, just fear a little bit, that the Seahawks might be taking their eye off the ball here, that ultimately beating Russell Wilson has become Seattle's 2022 Super Bowl, that so much energy has gone into winning that game. The preparations, bringing in veteran players who don't really like Wilson, getting the crowd fired up to the max. Is it repeatable? Are they going to be able to do this against Atlanta, against Arizona, against New York in the next three home games? Or have we just witnessed the high point of the season in week one? And no doubt I'm going to get a load of replies in the comments section complaining for saying this because in the world of the Seahawks, unless you are Emmett from the Lego movie, you're somehow portrayed as this evil negative monster, even if you do things like, you know, predict a win against the Broncos and say that Geno Smith was fantastic in the first half and celebrate all of the positives that happened in that first game. I just want to make this really clear. I really, 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 really enjoy beating the Niners. And I want it to happen again this weekend. So I hope that Monday night wasn't the be-all and end-all, as it, I fear it might be for this team, and that we're not going to experience a classic case of after the Lord Mayor's show, as we say over here in England. The Seahawks need to go make it 2-0 against San Francisco this weekend. Forget the draft position and all of that. I suspect that the winds will dry up eventually, and that the Seahawks are going to be just fine in that regard. If not, they have got the picks to trade up and get the quarterback that they want next year. I am not concerned about that. I would rather to some extent, be a better team than expected going to get the final piece than being a really bad team and thinking, OK, you've got to get the quarterback and you've got to get a four or five other positions as well at the same time. So it's not a bad thing to be winning games. I've never wanted this team to tank. I've never been part of that crowd. I'm just, I just want to see some development. I just want to see some intensity. I just want to see some green shoots with this team. And we saw that on Monday. We definitely saw that. Let's see it again this weekend against the San Francisco 49ers. Go make it 2-0.